Are you looking for ways to spend time with students outside of youth group? Well then stick around because today we're going to give you six ways to do it. Hey everybody, welcome to the Ministry Coach Podcast, where we bring you weekly tips and tactics to help you fast-track the growth and health of your youth ministry. My name is Jeff Lascola, and this is... Kristen Lascola! (laughs) Get more excited, Jeff. Hey everybody, welcome (laughs) to the Ministry Coach Podcast. So this is a question that we get asked a lot, and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of youth pastors want to know, you have time obviously on Sundays with your students, you have time on your midweek program with your students, but where do you go to go above and beyond? That's enough. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How do we cut back time with our students? Is there any way I can be a youth pastor without hanging out with students? No. But for those of you who want to go above and beyond, (laughs) no, how can you, uh, what are some ways you can connect with students outside of the Oh, so you're an overachiever. Well, not me, but those people. So you aren't married and you don't have kids and you have a lot of time, (laughs) huh? All right. Well, is this the episode for you? Okay. So yes, Jeff's right. A lot of people do ask us this. And depending on the season, I find myself being able to incorporate these things into my schedule. Yes, I am married and have two kids. And I can do some of them, not all of them. When I was single and had no kids, I could do all of them. So it's just the way that it goes. That's why Paul said it is better not to get married because then you can go to all the things. So that's why. All right. So number one, if you want to connect with students outside, hold on. You want to know what? I like this question and I'm going to tell you why. Is because there is something to be said of being like switching the turf. You know what I mean? Like when students come to church, they're on our turf and there's a very distinct order there, you know, but when you get outside the church walls and you're entering their world, Mm. it's a very different experience for everybody. You know, like, (laughs) have you ever run into a student at the grocery store and it's like, I know you and we're like totally BFFs at youth group. And now it's awkward. Like, why is that? But I think there is something super cool about getting on their turf and showing them like, I care about your world and I'm going to enter your world. So I think that's why youth pastors are asking this question because they want to like bridge that, that barrier Mm -hmm. a little bit, which I love. So Number one is pretty obvious, um, is attending their games, their rehearsals or not rehearsals, sport ball, (laughs) their games, their recitals and any kind of performances they have. So one idea for this, when we were a smaller youth group, I had this little clipboard on our information table and it said, I forget what it said, like, tell us when your games are, (laughs) please. (laughs) Something really creative. (laughs) And I would have them like sign their name and say, you know, Jesse Johnson has a basketball game Friday at 7 p.m. and where it was. They're junior higher. So getting all the information is kind of tricky. (laughs) But if you had a little something to go off of, you could probably figure it out. Another thing I would do is I would email parents and say, hey, does your son or daughter have like a play, a performance, a recital, anything coming up? that we could go to together. Mm -hmm. So my small group leaders and I used to go 
like on a Friday night, there's this like old, like performing arts theater in town, uh, the cast theater. Yeah. And we would have a few kids sprinkled in these plays and performances and we'd all go together on a Friday night. It's way more fun when you bring leaders with you, like, <laughs> you know, just don't go by yourself. And then, you know why? And that's why once you become a parent, you're like, no, I have to go to enough performances. <laughs> that's what it is. Anyways, and then we'd go to dinner after and we'd kind of make a fun like leader hang out of it. So including the small group leaders in on this is like a big, big win. And if you buy them dinner, I think it's a little <laughs> bit of an incentive or maybe afterwards. Lead with that. Lead with how would you like to have free dinner? And then just kind of mumble <laughs> performance. <laughs> just kidding. Or we would like go to late night dessert after or something and just make sure like I really got my bang for my buck on like the relational part of that. So yeah. Either, yeah, like have that clipboard out, email parents and ask them for their responses when it comes to that. Just be in the know for what's going on in your youth group. The smaller you are, the easier it is to attend a bunch and know what's going on. If you're large, you'll probably have to do this in the vehicle of a small group. Mm -hmm. Like your small group leaders are going to have to be asking this and then they can decide I can go to this play in this game or, you know, whatever. And our small group leaders do. Mm. I remember a small group leader went to like a orchestra performance Hmm. of these two twins and the parents like made a beeline for me on Sunday at (laughs) church. And they're like, Ariel came to Gianna and the Claire. other ones. <laughs> <laughs> They're twins. Okay. Gianna and Biana. <laughs> Gianna and Biana. Uh, performance. Oh my gosh. It meant so much to them. Like, I can't believe she Didn't would mean do that much that, to you. You, you know? couldn't even remember the name. It was a few years ago. <laughs> do you know how many students we have? Stop. So it means a ton. It's a huge win with students. Yeah. But it's a huge win with parents, too. So it meant so much. Or we have that one leader, Marks, at church, and he'll Mm. go to, like, kids' baseball games, and they, like, think it's the coolest thing ever. And he just, like, goes to cheer them on. Mm -hmm. And he, like, works with, like, the littler kids. So I think it might be T-ball or something, but it's super sweet. All right. Number two, kind of along the same lines, but if football is a big deal in your town, there's some football towns in this nation of ours. Why not just attend a football game? So it might not be, I'm I'm not necessarily here to cheer on Danny, but I'm... Because Danny won't know you're there, you know? like Yeah, exactly. They're going to be 80 yards away and playing a game, and you may not even see them before or after, but it's all the other students also attending that game yeah it's like the friend is a snob i was just kidding i don't even know uh danny if you're listening i'm so sorry (laughs) uh but you are no just kidding danny i don't have a danny (laughs) thank goodness (laughs) we have a daniel daniel anyways so yeah i think just mingling on a friday night and getting facetime with faculty and parents and you'll get introduced to a bunch of random people and you know this is a great thing too because you'll see kids at your youth group with their friends and then they'll introduce you and then that could kind of bridge the gap of like, you should come to youth group, you know, who knows what will actually come of it. But just being at these community events are a big deal. So um, we live in a small town like that has an avocado festival. So everyone and their (laughs) mom goes to this thing being there. I ran into every single person and every single person's friend go to that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, if you live in a town where those kinds of things are a big deal, football games and festivals, that's okay. 
if you guys live Blood in a drives. town where you do have some weird like festival like that, like avocado festival, seriously, but we have that and it draws 50,000 people. It's insane. If you guys have something like that, uh, JP, didn't they have the mule festival or donkey festival or something like that he was telling know. me about that if well, you guys have something put it in the comments below because that's really interesting and i love seeing those things and if you're getting excited thinking you're going to travel to our town to come to the <laughs> avocado festival may i just say you, you will be hard pressed to find anything avocado so don't come here thinking it's like avocado heaven that's what i thought right <laughs> that's what all 50,000 people all of them thought. No, it's called a street fair. Yeah. And there's knickknacks and paddy wax. And, and you can give a dog a bone, so. <laughs> Are we this nerdy? Are we this nerdy? I left you speechless. You left me speechless. Dad jokes. That's why we're married. Mm. <laughs> okay. Number, wait, what were you on? Number two still? No. Why are you glaring at me? <laughs> that was number two. Number three. All right, attend on-campus <laughs> Christian clubs if you have them. So we have two middle schools only that we draw from. That's not really including the homeschools, but they're basically their own Christian club. <laughs> so <laughs> Go to each homeschool <laughs> Christian club. I'm coming to your house <laughs> uh, to hang out. It's going to be awkward. So luckily, the Christian clubs at these two middle schools are... On two different days. Yeah. So FCA, if FCA is a thing in your area, find out where they have Christian clubs set up. So luckily, our associate pastor is also the <laughs> district director of, <laughs> I don't know what they're called, of FCA. So he runs them at both middle schools. And so it's very easy for us to partner with them because he goes to our church, works at our church. But if there is no Christian club, Jeff, do you remember what we used to do way back when? We weren't even married. We were friends. We, we did the do? Christian club. Oh, I was going to say, but that was a Christian club. But we decided there was to no run leader. It. Yeah. yeah, like there was a room, like a teacher that was willing to host yeah. it in their room, but there was no... So you yeah, me, they just and had a couple to other like a, leaders... They just needed a teacher to sponsor it, and then we were allowed to go on campus and, and run it. Yeah. Yeah, so if the middle schools or high schools that you're drawing from don't have a Christian club, that is a really good way to get on campus, is that you can talk to the administration, say, hey, are you guys open to a Christian club? Is there a teacher that I could contact that'd be willing to sponsor it? And now you get to go on campus at least once a week. And it was a really fun thing. Yeah. Me and Jeff and two other leaders, we used to do it all together. And we would go and one of us would share, do like a teaching, plan a little game, mm -hmm. eat lunch with the kids. Uh, we'd bring them pizza sometimes. And then like we'd all go out to lunch after. I remember that being a really fun thing. Yeah. And I always looked forward to it when we did it all together. So yeah, if you don't have a Christian club, why not make one? Um, Oh, and then this remind me too. One little tip. I don't know if I've ever shared this on a podcast or not, but this was another huge win, but you really got to be ready for it because it's there and gone like so <laughs> fast. So the first day of school, one of my interns and I made these signs like happy mm. first day, love chaos. So I had happy first day. And then she had a sign that said love chaos. And we stood out on the corner during the drop off, like mayhem of the first day of school and 
watching people's face like they did not expect to see us and they were honking and waving people were taking pictures and posting on their social media because they were so excited to see us so for a lot of schools that's already happened <laughs> but all schools you can so tuck that away in <laughs> one year from now you'll be yeah, thinking write it on your calendar and then for the you could do it for the last day of school too like you mm. did it happy summer love chaos or whatever the name of your youth group is but that was like this little like, ooh, and I missed it this year. I had it on my calendar. And in parentheses, I said, do the signs. <laughs> and I totally missed it. So you have to get up a little early. It's just a huge win, though. I wish yeah. I'm just so mad at myself for forgetting that. All right. Another way to connect with them outside of youth group. So we're on number one, two, three. This is number four is take them on fun outings. If you have the time and the energy to do it, my... Uh, male intern right now, like he loves snowboarding and there's a big group of boys that love snowboarding. And so after church, after a second service, they'll all bring their gear and <laughs> load up in his car and he'll just take them to snow summit and they'll do their thing all day long. And it's a blast. So is there an activity that you enjoy doing that you could bring a few kids along with you? And I don't think you have to feel like, well, if I can't bring everyone, I should bring nobody. I think it's fine. Like if you're into surfing and there's a group of kids that like to do that or, uh, I think it's okay if you don't bring or, everybody, but just don't continue to bring the same people. Yeah. Like find diff that's a really good point. Like finding different things to do with different groups, just like kind of a random pickup. Like mm. we're going snowboarding, we're going, um, golfing. I don't know. We're going baking. <laughs> Come over to my house. We're going baking. <laughs> a baking we will go. A baking we will go. <laughs> yes, we will go baking. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh, we're going to go baking. <laughs> I would think that meant you're laying out in the sun. I think I had a few high school friends who'd go baking sometimes. <laughs> and they know hey, who they are. <laughs> maybe you catch some kids really excited. Um, Okay, uh, number. Gosh. I should have numbered them. I just wrote little dashes. One, dash two, one, dash three, two, dash three, four, five. Serve somewhere together. So, another great thing students come alive when they get to serve. And most of them, it's not like they're going to plan like serving opportunities for yeah. themselves. So, like, it could be homeless outreach, it could be a soup kitchen thing, it could be all kinds of stuff in your area, some community service project. You know what I've noticed? Junior hires are not great at manual labor necessarily, <laughs> and they don't seem to get a whole lot out of it but when it comes to like serving people yeah and interacting with those that challenge their comfortability a little bit whether it's the elderly or children or homeless special needs, special needs oh man yes when we do like down syndrome stuff or autism stuff they come alive so but when i ask them like we're gonna clear a nature path like they're like oh and i don't think they really <laughs> feel like I was doing the Lord's work today. They just feel tired and annoyed and they have a very low threshold. It's like 72 and partly cloudy. Can we be done? <laughs> I'm so thirsty. <laughs> yeah. So manual labor, not their jam. Try to find something where they're interacting with people and plan service projects. I do service projects with my leadership team, but if you don't have a leadership team, why not plan some random service projects? Like maybe you have five spots available and whoever can come 
comes. I mean, I guess you could say that's technically part of the youth group, but it does feel like you guys are getting out Mm. together and doing something that matters. And that's huge. And then another one, our senior pastor, so this would be number six, was saying like, when he was a youth pastor in Pomona, he's like, I don't ever remember a time there were not high school students at my house. He's like, they would crash on the couch. They were (laughs) always around having dinner with us. Like maybe you're that kind of person that like, you just have this like open door kind of thing. Um, and that's great. So I would say like, what is your weekend? Like, why not have a movie night with a few kids, order pizza, hang out. We've done that in the past. Like, we watched Nacho Libre and had dinner <laughs> and just invited a few kids over taking them toilet papering. That's still a thing. It was very fun. <laughs> uh, 2020, it was frowned upon because, you know. The, yes, you the toilet paper shortage. Yes, and just throw it away on a house was, but I think we've moved past we, that. We learned a lot about society during that time. I know. What was really important to it us. It was weird. It was a very weird time. <laughs> hoarding like there's those videos of people like fighting over toilet paper toilet paper in walmart like i think we can safely say none of us are gonna die from lack of toilet paper and if we run out there's like plenty of alternate options (laughs) some people found that out the hard way though like how many socks do you have in your drawer right now (laughs) like less than i did before 2020 you could really (laughs) Like, hey, <laughs> this one doesn't have a match. Easy. <laughs> Toilet paper. That took a real bad <laughs> turn. <laughs> Anyways, but uh yeah, like I like Alexis and Haley came over that one time and we watched like an old nineties yeah. movie and then one of them had never been toilet papering before, so I'm like, we're doing it. And then they spent the night. It was like I took a couple of kids, uh, myself and oh no, it was just me. I took a couple of junior high kids to go toilet paper. Uh, one of our leaders' houses, but I tipped off the leader, and he and his dad were there Look to at you, sabotage them. Playing and both I, sides, and I drove off. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. Who was that? Uh, Sheldon and Colton. Oh my gosh! Yeah, they, they had fun, Wait, though. what leader was it? Brian. Oh man, well played. You're <laughs> yeah. like a you. Jeff was like a professional youth pastor. <laughs> I mean, leader, volunteer. Like, you, like, really got it. You really got the game. I had nothing else better to do. (laughs) (laughs) That's the spirit. Not that you wanted to change the lives of youth for Jesus, Jeff. Well, that came too. It did. Um, They loved you. Yeah, so... uh... (laughs) Don't change the subject. Okay. I can keep going. Let's stay on the subject. (laughs) What? I don't know what I was actually going to say, but... I did have a number eight, and now I've forgotten it. What? We only did one, two, three, oh my gosh. Four, five, six. So you needed number seven. Pretty sure you said seven, didn't you? Uh, I just did number six. Okay. Well, uh, make sure you guys do check out the episode we did on service project ideas. So if you're looking for something to do there, that may give you some starting points. We kind of did it where these are the ones that we do and there some of them I think are more local oriented but maybe you guys can think of an equivalent to where you're at and just might jog your brain cells <laughs> jog to do, your brain I was gonna say jog your memory but that didn't fit so <laughs> just jog those brain cells hey go baking do whatever you got to <laughs> all right we're gonna <laughs> I love baking if you want to come call me we'll bake uh, we're gonna do a question of the day this one 
Um, in addition to adding the whatever weird festival you guys have in your town or nearby <laughs> where you live, add this one to your list of questions oh, to answer. Dachshund Festival is a thing around us. Yeah, there's a couple of those. We go to them. So this is this is the question of the day. What was someone that you knew, you personally knew, not like a celebrity or you a friend of a friend of a friend knows somebody named blah, blah, blah. What was somebody that you knew had a super weird name? Birth, um, birth given okay. name. Okay, I didn't know I had to know them personally. I knew their brother. Is that good <laughs> enough? Yes. Okay, so there was a guy who was like our medic when I worked at the Vista campus. His name was Jim Growth. He was a doctor. Dr. Growth. Um, and... <laughs> Dr. Growth had a brother named Harry. (laughs) His name was Harry Growth. So that was a good one. Wait, so the doctor was Jim, though? Yeah, Dr. Jim Growth was the one I knew. Uh, Was Harry, was Dr. Is it Dr. Harry Growth as well or no? I don't know if Harry was a doctor. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, I knew a kid. His name, well, we called him Stevie Stevens. His real name was Steven. So his parents <laughs> named him Steven Stevens. And Steven now, I don't Stevens. know the backstory. Like maybe his mom got remarried, but still I feel like you'd hyphenate it or something. Cause I'm like, yeah. you know, like if it was, if that wasn't the case, it's like, you know what your last name is. All right. And you went with like Steven a, Stevens. What was the motivation there? You know what maybe that they really reminds liked me? It. Okay. This was a Steven real person. <laughs> A real person I did know. She used to come to my house all the time when I was little. She was a business associate of my parents. Okay. Her name was Scotty Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Scotty Scott, 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 Scott. And my dad used to call her Snotty Snot. (laughs) But I don't know why, because she was very nice. It wasn't like she was snotty. It sounded good. It's just like a dad joke. Snotty Snot. Is Snotty Snot coming over? Scotty Scott. Okay, Yep, Scotty Scott. Was Scotty a nickname? I don't know. I mean, I've never met a girl named Scotty. I mean, that's a cute name, but her name was Scotty Scott. Scotty Scott. All right, this is a community comment of the day. This is from Brianna Curry. She says, I am new to youth leading, and these videos are amazing help. Thank you. Oh, well, Actually, you are welcome, Brianna. <laughs> the first time I read it, though, I thought it was, I am new to youth leading, and these videos are amazing. Help. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Amazing help. Amazing help. Thank you, Brianna. We appreciate it. (laughs) These videos are amazing. Help! (laughs) The level of amazing is causing me (laughs) to go into cardiac arrest. Hey, guys. I hope you had fun. We did. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And we will see See you you next next time. All right, here's a little bonus tip. You know how I said that you could go baking? So here's another really fun one that you could do with the girls. So some of my female leaders love to take our female students thrifting. So if you have some thrift stores in your area, they're so fun because a little bit of money goes a really long way. And it is such a fun little treasure hunt to do with the girls. So they'll go thrifting and lunch or get a coffee. And it is so much fun to hop around to the different thrift stores. Just a little bonus idea for you. Enjoy. There you go. There you go.